This is the G220 Effect. I am Steve. And I'm Janai. And we're here back in the booth. Guess what we're doing, y'all? Sharing God's truth. Woo! In power. Amen. We are so excited to be in the studio again, just sharing some truth from the word. And today we both just felt so encouraged to encourage the body of Christ today. We really felt that in our hearts that as the body, we should be encouraged because there is so much that's for us rather than what's against us. So praise God. Praise God. What that looks like to encourage each other, encourage the body. That just looks like brother just loving on each other, you know, and just continue to try to grow each other in the faith. And what's that look like? Us always being available. Yes. And also us remaining full of the Holy Spirit so that when we see each other, we do have those words of knowledge, words of wisdom to give each other. We do operate in all the other gifts and we're teaching one another. If if there's error between us, we're saying, hey, my brother, why don't you look at it this way? Or my sister, why don't you look at it this way? And we correct error and we're not afraid of correction because we know that iron sharpens iron. So we are ready to just get you know, sharper in the word. Yeah. And that, that brings me to a uh, old memory that I once had back in the day. Um, just sharing this story of my grandmother and how much she loved the Lord. It's so funny. Me and my brother, we were talking about football. And so we mentioned, you know, the, the people of God are called the saints. And so we were mentioning the New Orleans saints. So we, we've just walked around my grandmother. That's a, that's a football team for those that don't know. Yeah, they got the gold and black, you know, with the little swish swish sign on their helmets. You know what I mean, but those who watch football. And so we we were walking around my grandmother, and, you know, my grandmother, you know, she loved the saints. And so we were just like, you know what, let's mess with grandma a little bit. The saints of God she loved, not <laughs> Not those. the New Orleans saints. <laughs> and so we walking around my grandmother, and, and I'm like, my brother said, go ahead and say it. So I'm like, the saints is weak. And so my grandmother just got in a big uproar, like, no, the saints ain't weak. You know, they the saints is praying for you. They're the ones, the reason why yet you still here because they praying for you. These people love the Lord and they giving their all to God. We like, wow. She just kept going. And we like grandma was defending the body. Yeah. Man. <laughs> and, and, and so I, I like to say that now that I've I've grown in age and got the chance to understand what my grandmother was really saying, what she really was conveying, she was just saying that the people of God are praying and that's the power that they use, the, the power of prayer. And, you know, it's encouraging to know that people can defend the faith like that. She stood up against her grandchildren like, nah, I love y'all, but nah, I love God. And so she just came with the rod of corre- correction correcting us saying you know like hey no 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 the saints ain't weak and so i said that because we're living in a time where eventually the saints gonna have to show their power and not that that saying in my weakness he's made strong no we have to be strong and mighty in god's eyes amen isn't that amazing though this i was just thinking about how amazing the bible is that God, not only, I mean, the Bible is so dynamic. And by the word dynamic, I mean so many facets to it. You can use it for instruction. It also is used for uh, correction in our doctrine. It's also used for for prophecy. That's one of the things that God gave us to say, you will see that my words are true when you start to see the fulfillment of these things that 
are in these words that I've I've inspired my people to write. And you know what's funny? When you hear God's word verbatim to you, when someone speaks something to you in your life and you begin to see it happen, you begin to be encouraged about what's next, what's next. And so when someone speaks the goodness of God over your life and you begin to see it meditate or germinate in your life, you begin to see the goodness of God in fullness and you begin to believe God is real and he's truth. Amen. So in his word, We've already seen some prophecies. I mean, look at uh, um, God's people in the New Testament as Jesus is now on the main scene. They've been waiting for this prophecy they heard from Isaiah and all these other prophets to be fulfilled. And here it is. It's being fulfilled right in their eyes. The Savior that they were waiting for and the King that they were waiting for. Here he is. So that just really blessed me to know that not only is God's word so dynamic in the sense of we use it for instruction, for comfort sometimes. But the best um, thing that I'm seeing now is that it's prophetic, meaning he really gave us stuff to stand on that you, I'm, I'm showing you what's to come and, and I'm showing you the tools of what you need for what's to come. And we can definitely say today we're seeing some of that prophecy come to pass. Yes, yes. And, you know, I, I give you I'm going to give you some some um, instruction too and some understanding, because when you when you know that it's God, this is how you know that it's God when it's not of your own strength. When you couldn't have did it yourself, when you couldn't move it yourself, when you couldn't show it yourself, when you couldn't do it yourself. That's how you know when it's God. You know, a lot of times we do things and we give God credit for it. But it's been our strength. Like I go to school and I get A's and B's. And guess what? I get a scholarship to go to college. And we say, oh, but God. But no, you just did the, what the Bible said. Do study to show thyself approved. Workmen needeth not to be ashamed. Because you're not going to be ashamed if you studied and you know it. You're going to be like, I know that. And so when you get to that point, you can't say it's God because you did the prerequisites of what God said do. Amen. Study to show that's of approval. Workmen needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. So if you study, guess what? Whatever you spit out is going to be the truth of what you studied. Amen. And so, and it's going to be right. Amen. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? I mean... We're just going to go ahead and go into scripture because we're so excited and we really want to encourage those that are listening today. We really pray that this truth will encourage you, that we really come with the gift of exhortation today to exhort the body of Christ, that we are not weak, we are not feeble, but we are strong and mighty. So we see here in Daniel, so we, we all know Daniel got a a lot of prophecies. Yeah. <laughs> he prophesied even f- uh, for the end time, what was to come. But we're going to read out of Daniel eleven thirty two, and it's basically talking about the end time and what's going to happen. But here it says, I like it in the New King James Version, actually, because other versions say it, but they don't say it quite as great as I feel like the New King James Version says. So if you got your Bible, we encourage you to take your Bible out. Okay. You know, I got this little spiel about when you take your Bible out, I'm not going to say it. You can take out your iPad, not the ThinkPad. You know, the <laughs> ThinkPad has been a long gone situation. You take out your iPad if yes. you want to use your iPad. You take out your your uh, your laptop if you want to use your laptop. Pop up version, pop up uh, 
um, Bible Truth, Papa Bible Amen. Expository, all those different things. So but get your Bible. Get out. your Bible. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we encourage you to read with us. But if you're if you're driving, you can't get to your Bible. That's fine. Just listen. And hopefully, I'll read nice and slow so you can really understand all the words. So in Daniel eleven thirty two, and we just encourage you always that when. We give scripture, you know, we only got a podcast for so long, but it's good for you to study yourself so that you could rightly divide the word of truth. So it says in Daniel eleven thirty two, those who do wickedly against the covenant, he shall corrupt with flattery. But the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. I'm going to repeat that last part again. But the people who know their God, to know him, to have intimacy with him, to have relationship with him, not to just know him as, oh, yeah, yeah, God, you know, God, yeah, God, that name, but to know him, to have intimacy with him, to have relationship with him. Those that know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits and carry out great exploits. They are strong and carry out great exploits exploits. Ooh, I was wondering how many times you're going to say that great exploit. I have to say it because it's it's that's the part that's really true that we need to take a, take hold of especially when we're trying to encourage ourselves in these times when we see the world really the scriptures coming to pass the fulfillment of what the end times would look like some of the things that we see today have been spoken of in the word of God. But here the word reminds us that instead of us going in our shelter and hiding Instead of us going uh, uh, in, in, in hiding, period, or in, in shelter, we are to carry out great exploits. And I love what Jesus says in, in Matthew 24. I hope I'm, I'm right. Sometimes I don't quote my, my, my addresses right, but I believe it's Matthew 24. And he's talking about what the end time will look like. And he says, I will, get, I will put my words in your mouth so you know what to speak. I mean, he, he's empowered us. If you go and read just that whole scripture, we are empowered at the end because he says, I'm going to give you everything that you need to be successful in these times. This is what I want you to do. Don't do this, but do this. But just know right now that you are going to be strong in these times and we're going to carry out great exploits. Mm. What do you need to carry out great exploits? You must have some kind of power because, you know, (laughs) we always talk about Superman or Spider-Man or all these uh, um, characters that have power. Right. They have they have power in order for them to carry out great exploits like save people. Right. Yeah. So so that's us. We have power. Yeah, so, so we want to talk about that power. So right about now, you should be saying, you the man or you the woman. I'm the man or I'm the woman. No, <laughs> no, I'm joking. But yeah, this is the the exploits that God expects from us. I mean, it's not an expectation. It's a reality that should come out of us. That the things of God, which God has given us, he has given us power. And so with that, I want to just speak on a little something that 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 that's very, very, very true. And I hope it encourage you. That when we read the book of Acts, we read that that at first chapter when God is the, the the people of God are being empowered. Jesus spoke about it. When I leave, I leave behind thy comforter. And you know, this comforter will give you the knowledge of the truth, and this comforter will teach you even the mysteries of God. But here, right here in Acts 1 and 8, and I want you to I want to use Genesis 2 and 8 to go with it. But Acts 1 and 8, it says, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both. In Jerusalem 
in all Judea and Samaria in the uttermost parts of the earth. So he didn't leave anybody out. He just said, you shall have power. And so to parallel with that, I want to parallel Genesis 2 and 8. 2 and 7, I'm sorry, 2 and 7. And it said 2 and 8 because I said Acts 1 and 8. So <laughs> Genesis 2 and 7, what it says, God breathed the breath of life into man, and man became a living soul. And in that scripture, what I want to take out two words from Genesis 2, Genesis 2 and 7 and Acts 1 and 8. In 2 and 7, it says breath. In, two, in Acts 1 and 8, it says Holy Ghost. And so when you cross-reference that and you look at it in the Greek, both words mean pneuma. Meaning breath, God is breathing into man. And so to encourage you, so the transition that happened in the old in the old testaments in the beginning with Adam and Eve, it said God breathed the breath of life into man, and man became a living soul. So first of all, God molded this clay, he laid it down, he said, This is my image. Okay, in my image, this is how it's gonna operate. So I'm gonna breathe first into this clay. Because guess what? Because he made the body don't mean it's active. It only becomes active until he breathes. So he breathes and said, he said, I breathe the breath of life into man and man became a living soul. So that means he breathed. And after he breathed, that thing rose up and it woke up. And so when you go back to Acts 1 and 8, so it said, but ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And I know when they were in the upper room, it said it came through like a mighty rushing wind. Amen. And so the same wind is usually considered breath. It's the breath, right? And so God breathed again on man. The same transaction he made with Adam is the same transaction he made again and in the, Acts 1 and 8. And I just want to point out that the reason he did that is because in the beginning in Genesis, after he breathed his life, then he took the man and he put him in the garden and he gave him what? He said he gave him authority over all the creeping things and everything that was around him. He had authority over it. But guess what? When he ate out of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, sin came about and he lost that authority yeah. because he started now operating under a whole different system yeah. that he wasn't meant to operate in. So God had to do a redo with us. And that's what we see in Acts 1 and 8. And so in Acts, he said, I give you power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you or the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And in Genesis, he said, I give you dominion over every creeping thing and all that. So dominion and power, right? So dominion is saying, I got the power. And so power is saying, guess what? I got the power. Amen. And so God just did the same thing over again. He didn't have to start over. He just had to refresh us like we do our computer. Amen. Hey, Amen. You, you hit that reset button when you receive Christ. Amen. Yeah. And that you got that update. And, and and not only that, you got that update, but then you got that that RAM power when you receive the Holy Spirit. Yes. <laughs> Look at us speaking yeah. computer like we know computers. Yeah. But you got more power when you receive. And that's the power that he promised us that don't go until that power comes upon you. And that's coming from the Holy Ghost. So yeah. in the upper room, we see them now being baptized in the Holy Ghost. Now the it falls down on them and, and they have fire on their tongue. I mean, that that's powerful. And that rushing wind, 
that was the power. That yeah. was the authority that yeah. they had. And then it goes on to say that after they received that power, they went out and did great exploits, the same exploits that we see Daniel talking about. Yeah. They went out there and they were just preaching Jesus to anybody who could hear. They were making disciples left, right, and center, healing people, raising people from the dead, dying for, for, for the name of Christ. I mean, that's mighty. And that's awesome because he said, ye shall be witnesses of me in every place. The utmost parts of the earth, you know, and so that that's right there. Just like, wow, now I can go. Now I can talk about you. Now I know you. Now I understand. Because guess what? The Holy Ghost teaches you even the mysteries of God. Amen. Every every um, uh, parable that Jesus spoke. Now you can get an understanding of what he's talking about. Everything that he knows, now I can get a grasp of it. I'm, I'm not just stuck in saying, okay, Lord, I read this word. I'm going to do exactly what it says. They say drink fresh water. I'm going to drink fish water. And then <laughs> after I drink fresh water, I'm going to pray. No, now I know because the Holy Spirit because is it's teaching said, me. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I'm going to say it exactly like that over and over and over and over again. Yeah. But Jesus was like, no, I'm teaching you how to pray. And then when you when you get relationship with God, you start to really see what those words words really meant yeah. our father he's your father he loves you yeah. you must know that first you must know his love he loved you first before you even knew what love was yeah. that's what you had to know hallowed be thy name his name is lifted high he is the sovereign god he is the mighty god but you know what he's giving you also your part to play to walk in authority to walk in that power that he's given you why would he give you power if he didn't want you to use it yeah. Why would he endow you with all this power if he didn't want you to use it? The reason why we can push back darkness in these times is because we're doing what Jesus told us to do in Matthew 24. He says, watch and pray, watch and pray. And as we pray, we will see the difference. We were reading the other day out of Revelation. It was talking about the angels being at the throne and the prayers of, 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 of the saints were coming up to the heavens and, 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 and the, the angels were hearing them and they were like thunder. I mean, that's the power of our prayer. That's the power of what the tools that we've been given by God in these times to do great exploits, to go in an environment and say, I'm claiming this environment for the kingdom of God. Wherever my feet tread upon that land, I'm possessing in the power of Jesus Christ. And so the word speaks about how every idle word we speak, we will be judged by. But then it also say that every word that proceeds of our mouth, if we speak it, so shall it be. So if we proclaim the land and we take the land. And so it goes hand in hand. If we proclaim this land to be God's land, then we have to believe it. Amen. You know, when, when we believe in Christ being the risen Savior, and if we do believe in Christ being the risen, risen Savior, then guess what? Everything that Christ said we shall have, we shall. We shouldn't stand and say, oh, I don't know. But we should stand in total awe knowing that he said it. So shall it be. So shall it be in this life and not later. I know sometimes we want to say, oh, when he comes and the saints go marching in. That's The saints are only going to have power when they start marching in. No, the <laughs> saints have power now. <laughs> like Steve's grandmother said, no, the saints are powerful. The saints are the ones that are praying. The saints are the ones that are pushing back darkness. The saints are the ones speaking life. The saints are the ones that are healing the sick so the sick don't have to be in the hospital. The saints are the ones that are saying, 
by his stripes, we are healed. So therefore we don't get sick. We don't have disease. Those are the saints and they should look marvelous to those that look at them and go, wow, those are the saints. They're, they're, they're doing great exploits. They're getting people out of hospitals. They're delivering people out of their bondage and, and all these other things. That's what the saints should be doing. Raising the dead, all these things, making those that are blind to see and those that are deaf to hear and, 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 and be set free because we know God. We yeah. know the power that's really true in this world that works with much greater. He who's in us is so much greater than who's in the whoever's in the world. And I always say it's a thin line between the truth and the lie. So what are you believing as the believer? You have to believe the truth. And the truth you're only going to find in God's word. God's word is true. But you know what? For some, try to read it natural. They can't see it spiritually. So you have to know who the Holy Spirit is and know who Jesus is in order to know God's word and get the truth out of the matter. Amen. Or you're going to fall short with the lie. The lie is that I need to go see a doctor. The lie is I need to believe that I'm sick. The lie is, oh, Lord, I don't know if you're going to do it for me today. That's the lie. But the, the word says that he will do exceedingly abundant of all we can ask or think. And another lie is because I heard it on the news, it must be true. No, did you seek it with God first to see if it's true? Because it's probably not the truth. Yeah. It's probably not the truth. And, and, and even in these times, we always say, we ask people, what has the Holy Spirit been telling you? What has the Holy Spirit been saying to you? Because that's the power in us. That's the power that sees beyond what we see with our natural eyes. Like Steve always says that seeing is not believing. No. It is not. No. What I see is is definitely not what's true most yeah. of the time. So I really need to have his eyes being the one to see. And so with that seeing and believing, can I equate? you can equate this to this. You driving in a car. And you're looking at someone having a conversation and because they're very, they're very, um, what is it, animated, you would think they were arguing. But when you got up on the conversation, you began to hear what they're talking about and they're not arguing at all. It's just two people animated. And so, or they, they're very animated or they're very, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? I mean, well, I guess they're very animated. Let's just say it like that. And so when you see something like that, that, that lets you know that not everything you see is the truth. What the truth is, is that I know and I heard it. Guess where I heard it from? God. Or I checked the source and I found it out that it is true. And when you know the truth, the truth always makes you free. Yeah. Then you're not out here operating in fear. You're not out here hiding. You're not out here running away. But you are standing firm and, like we said, standing strong. And when you're strong, you'll do great exploits because you have his power in you. So we wanted to leave you with something encouraging out of Jude 20. And it says, but you... So Jude Jude 20, because Jude only has one chapter. (laughs) But it says, but you, beloved building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting anxiously for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to eternal life. We had our last podcast. If you haven't listened to it, please go and listen to it because I think it's just like a a preface to this um, um, podcast and it talked about endurance. And I just wanted to encourage everybody. Steve and I wanted to encourage everybody that it is so important that you be filled with the Holy Spirit. It is so important that you 
you are always praying in the spirit because why Jesus told us, he said, I'm when I'm going to give you the words to speak when the time comes and you have to say something and to, to defend what you believe. I will give you the words to say, I will give you the direction to go. I will tell you what to do. And how does this come through the Holy spirit? Because he's our guide. As we know out of yeah. Jude, uh, John 15, John 14, 15, 16, it talks about the Holy spirit and how he's our guide and how he's our teacher. Yeah. So we have to have a relationship with this, with the Holy Spirit, where we are praying in the Spirit and getting understanding. So that's the word of encouragement. You build yourself up in faith by praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in tongues, praying in tongues, praying in tongues. Not only yeah. not only praying in tongues, but even just to edify yourself in the Spirit. Sing spiritual songs. Sing songs to the Lord. Take your psalms and start just singing those words in yeah. the psalms. Yeah. Whatever it is that's going to allow your spirit to focus on God, do those things often so that yeah. in these times you remain encouraged. Yes. And so we say today, be encouraged. And with that, those who don't know Christ, it's easy as pie. Just accept him and believe him. Believe him in your heart, you know, and, and that's how you receive him. And so I want to pray real quick before we go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we speak right now life to our brothers and sisters in Christ, Lord, to be encouraged and to know that God has not left them, nor has he forsaken them. He's standing right with us, and we shall do great exploits with the power of the Holy Spirit. And, Lord, we thank you right now, Lord, for, you know, those who don't know Christ, Lord. And it's just easy peasy, one, two, three, easy, Lord. We ask right now, Lord, in belief that they would receive Christ this day. All it is is a yes, and it, all it is is a believe, that I believe that I receive Christ. And when we speak these words, all we have to do is convey it. We don't need that long, short story where you're saying, oh, uh, Lord, forgive me. Please forgive me. Uh, oh, Lord, help me not harden my heart. Oh, Lord, I give this to you. No, it's just, Lord, I receive you today. I love you, Lord. I don't have anything else anywhere to go. Lord, I love you. I receive you this day. And when you receive him, Forget all that stuff that say I'm condemned because that's Satan. He wants you to stay in that same place. But we say right now, this time, con condemnation has to go because you've been set free by the blood of Jesus Christ. And repent. For that word repent just means turn away. You know, we, we've been so, we, we've been so uh, brainwashed to believe the word repent mean that, oh, Lord, I repent. I mean, I got to give up. No, that word repent means just turn around, turn the other way. And so when you turn away, don't turn back. That's it. That's all you get. Amen. Turn and follow Christ. There it and is. And keep going and keep going and be encouraged. So we love you guys. This has been the G220 Effect. And we're ghosts.